and you're listening to Pharmaceutical Calculations, a podcast about tips, tricks, and strategies for solving pharmaceutical calculations. This episode was originally broadcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash pharmaceutical calculations easy. In this video, I'm going to show you how to solve five total parental nutrition calculation questions and we are starting right now. So the questions in this video are from our NAPLEX Calculations Question Bank, which is the largest pharmaceutical calculation bank on the planet. Now, if you'd like to check it out, I'm going to put the link to the question bank in the description. Also, if you'd like to see additional TPN calculation videos, we have so many on the channel and I'm going to link a playlist in the description as well. So let's get right to it. This question says, a 56-year-old white male has a height of 77 inches and weight of 300 pounds. His protein requirement is 1.2 grams per kilogram per day and has stress factor of 1.3 and activity factor of 1.2. Calculate the fat requirement in milliliters using 10% lipid emulsion if 30% of non-protein calories is from fat. Round to the nearest whole number. Do not include units. So here, the goal of the question is to determine the volume in milliliters of 10% lipid emulsion that will be used to supply the fat requirement of the patient. Now, the fat requirement is actually 30% of non-protein calories. So the way you get non-protein calories is to first determine the total daily expenditure and then subtract from that the calories that are contributed by the protein. So the first thing we need to do in this question is to know how to determine the total daily expenditure. And the way you do that is to use this equation. So total daily expenditure, which is TDE, is equal to BEE, and BEE is basal energy expenditure, times the activity factors, times the stress factor. So in order to determine the total daily expenditure, you need to know what the BEE is. Now, the way you calculate BEE, or basal energy expenditure, is to use an equation, and there are two versions. There's one for males and one for females. And so anytime you have this type of question, the first thing is to look in the question and determine what the gender of the patient is. In this question, the patient is a male. So we want to use the version of the BEE equation that is suitable for males. And the way that one would actually look like is your BEE is equal to 66.7 plus into parenthesis 13.75 times the weight of the patient in kilograms plus into parenthesis 5 times the height of the patient in centimeters minus into parenthesis 6.76 times the age of the patient in years. Now, to be able to use the BEE equation, we need to first make sure that the weight of the patient is in kilograms and then the height is in centimeters. So from the question, the weight of the patient is in pounds and then the height of the patient is in inches. So we need to do some conversions before we actually use the equation. So let's start off with the weight of the patient. The weight of the patient is given in pounds, but we need it in kilograms. So we start off with 300 pounds. And to convert that to kilograms, we need the conversion factor, the 2.2 pounds is equal to one kilogram. The pounds cancel out. And this is going to be equal to 300 divided by 2.2, which actually breaks down to 136.36 kilograms. Now, we need to also convert the height from inches to centimeters. And so the height is given as 77 inches. And to convert from inches to centimeters, one inch is 2.54 centimeters. So inches cancel out. And then you have 77 times 2.54. And that's actually equal to 195.58 centimeters. So we can now go ahead and find the BEE. So BEE is going to be equal to 66.7 plus into parentheses 13.75 
times the weight of the patient in kilograms, which is 136.36, plus into parenthesis 5 times the height of the patient in centimeters, height is 195.58, minus into parenthesis 6.76, times the age of the patient in years. Now the patient is a 56 year old white male so that will be times 56 and when you do the math that's actually going to be equal to 2534.172 kilocal. So now that we know the BEE we can actually go ahead and calculate what the TDE will be. So that would imply that your TDE which is total daily expenditure is going to be equal to the BEE, which we calculated to be 2534.172 times the activity factor. The activity factor in the question is giving us 1.2, so times 1.2 times the stress factor. The stress factor is giving us 1.3 times 1.3. Now, when you do the math, that's actually going to be equal to 3953.31 kilocal. Now, the 3953.31 kilocal that we just calculated is the total daily expenditure that this patient needs. Now, since the question is actually saying that we want to provide the fat requirement as 30% of the non-protein calories, we need to actually determine the calories that we get from the protein and subtract that from the TDE. And so the way you calculate the calories of the protein is to make use of the protein requirement, which has been given as 1.2 grams per kilogram per day. You multiply that by the patient's weight. Patient's weight is actually given in pounds, but we also did a quick conversion to kilograms. So we can multiply by the kilograms so that the units are consistent. So we multiply this by 136.36 kilograms. The kilograms cancel out. And now we need to convert the grams to kilocals. And the way we do that is to recall that proteins provide energy by a factor of 4 kilocals per gram of protein. So we multiply this by 4 kilocal divided by 1 gram. The grams cancel out and now you're in kilocal. And that actually should be equal to 654.4 kilocal. So you do get 654.4 kilocals from the protein. So now we can proceed to determine the non-protein calories. And so the non-protein calories, which is sometimes written as NPC, is going to be equal to the 3953.31 kilocal minus the 654.4 kilocal. Now, once again, the 3953.31 kilocal is your total daily expenditure, and the 654.4 kilocal is the calories you get from the proteins. And so when we go ahead and do the subtraction, you end up with 3298.91 kilocal. Now, from the question, the fat requirement is actually supposed to be 30% of the non-protein calories. So we need to multiply the 3298.91 kilocal by 30%. And so the way that would actually look like is you have 30%, which is 30 divided by 100 times the non-protein calories, which is 3298.91 kilocal. And that should be the fat requirement. But notice that the fat requirement is being supplied by a 10% lipid emulsion. So we actually need to know the volume of the 10% lipid emulsion that is needed to provide the 3298.91 kilocal. And so the way you move from kilocal to milliliters is to make use of the information that 10% lipid emulsions provide energy by a factor of 1.1 kilocal per milliliter of solution. 
So the way we use that then is we multiply this by one milliliter and each milliliter gives 1.1 kilocal. So the kilocals will now cancel out in our units of milliliter. So you multiply the 30 times the 3298.91 times one milliliter divided by 100 and 1.1 and that should give you your answer. So what that will then look like is this is going to be equal to 30 times 3298.91 times 1 milliliter divided by 100 times 1.1. So essentially multiply all the terms in the numerator and divide by all the terms in the denominator. That's the way dimension analysis works. So when you go ahead and do that, that will actually give you 899.7 milliliters. But then the question says round to the nearest whole number do not include units and so the answer will be 900. This question says how many kilocal are in 310 grams of carbohydrates? Round to the nearest whole number do not include units. So in this question the goal is to determine the amount of energy in kilocals that is produced by 310 grams of carbohydrates. Now it's important to stress here that in a total parental nutrition carbohydrates are the primary source of cellular energy. Now the main carbohydrate that is used in parental formulations to provide the calories is dextrose and dextrose produces 3.4 kilocals of energy per gram. So it's this factor that we need to be able to solve this question and so that's a useful factor to keep stenciled on your mind. The amount of energy that is produced by dextrose is 3.4 kilocal per gram. And so, since we have 310 grams, we multiply this factor by 310 grams. The grams cancel out, and now you have 3.4 kilocals times 310, and that is equal to 1054. This question says, how many kilocal are in 100 grams of fat? Round to the nearest whole number. Do not include units. So in this question, the goal is to determine how much energy in kilocals is present in 100 grams of fat. Now it's important to note that in a TPN, fats are used primarily as a source of essential fatty acids. Now occasionally, they can also be used to provide energy when the body cannot obtain all of its needed energy requirements of carbohydrates. So fats also may serve as a source of non-protein calories. Now to solve this question, it's actually important to recall that fats provide 9 kilocals of energy per gram. Now with that in mind, we can proceed to solve this question by starting with the factor, which is 9 kilocal of energy, which is produced by every gram of fat. Now we have 100 grams and we want to find out how many kilocals that we produce. So we multiply this factor by 100 grams. The grams cancel out and then you have 9 kilocals times 100. And that is going to be equal to 900 kilocals. But from the question, it says round to the nearest whole number. It's already a whole number, so you're okay with that. But it says do not include units. So the actual answer will be 900. This question says 20 milliequivalents of sodium is being added to a TPN. Half of the sodium is coming from sodium acetate, which has a concentration of 2 milliequivalents per milliliter, and the other half are sodium chloride with a concentration of 4 milliequivalents per milliliter. How many milliliters of sodium acetate will you need? Round to the nearest whole number, do not include units. So in this question, the goal is to determine the volume in milliliters of sodium acetate that is needed to complete this order. It's important to stress that you are having two sources of sodium. You have sodium acetate and sodium chloride. 
Now, from the question, your total amount of milli equivalents that is needed is 20 milli equivalents, and half of that is coming from the sodium acetate. So, the first step is to determine the amount in milli equivalents of sodium that is coming from the sodium acetate. Now, since your total is 20 milli equivalents, and half of that is coming from the sodium acetate, then we can multiply this value by half, and that will be equal to 10 milli equivalents. So it implies that the sodium acetate is going to contribute the equivalent of 10 milli equivalents to this TPN preparation. And so the way we determine the volume is to make use of the concentration for the sodium acetate, which is 2 milli equivalents per milliliter, in conjunction with the 10 MEQ, and that will give us the volume. So what that will look like is you have 2 milli equivalents in 1 milliliter, that's the ratio. And that's going to be equal to some volume that will give us the 10 milli equivalents. So you have 10 milli equivalents divided by x ml. And once you solve for x, that will give us the volume that is needed. So we can go ahead and solve for x. x is going to be equal to 1 milliliter times 10 milli equivalents divided by 2 milli equivalents. The milli equivalents cancel out. And that is going to be equal to 5 milliliters. But notice the question says round to the nearest whole number. Do not include units. So in terms of whole number, the number is 5, so that is fine. But the actual answer that you put in your box or the answer box would be 5 because you don't need to include the units. This question says how many milliliters of D70W would be needed to give a patient 750 kilocal? Round to the nearest whole number. Do not include units. So let's do a quick analysis of the question. Here the goal is to determine the volume in milliliters of D70W, which is dextrose 70% water, that would be needed to give a patient 750 kilocals. Now to actually solve this question, there are two important factors that we need. The first is to understand that dextrose produces energy by a factor of 3.4 kilocal per gram. The other factor that we need is actually based on the definition of the D70W, and that implies that you have 70 grams of dextrose in every 100 milliliters of the D70W solution. So with these two factors, the best way to actually approach this question is to use dimensional analysis. So we're going to start off with the 750 kilocals. So we have 750 kilocals of energy, and then we're going to multiply this by the inverse of the 3.4 kilocals per gram. The reason being we want to find out how many grams provide actually the 750 kilocals. So what that would look like then is you have 3.4 kilocals of energy being produced by one gram of dextrose. So the kilocals will cancel out and now you're in grams. And we can go ahead and multiply this by the inverse of the 70 grams per milliliter. So the goal here is to determine the volume that will actually give the amount in grams. So we multiply this by 100 milliliters over 70 grams. The grams will cancel out and now since we are using dimensional analysis we multiply all the terms in the numerator and divide by all the terms in the denominator so that would imply that you have 750 times 1 times 100 milliliters divided by 3.4 times 70 and when you go ahead and do the math that will actually be equal to 315.13 milliliters but notice from the question it says round to the nearest whole number do not include units and so the answer will be 315. Thank you for listening to today's episode from RX Calculations. You can find all the episodes on our YouTube channel youtube.com forward slash pharmaceutical calculations easy or as articles on our website at rxcalculations.com. 
If you have any questions on any pharmaceutical calculations topic or you would like to suggest future topics, you can post them on our Pharmaceutical Calculations Forum, website or YouTube channel. Links to all platforms are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss out on new episodes. Thanks for listening to today's episode and enjoy life.